we start on time too? No, we should wait a second. We should wait a second. Yeah. Usually there's like ten people on time. We traded. Traded one professional for another. So Johnny, when you come up to read the passage, we just use this microphone. Yeah, I'll move this stand away, so it'll be back there. And then, oh, he's not here. All right, good morning, everyone. It's good to see you all, both here in front of me and here looking into the camera. Uh, we're glad you could join us here at Chinese Church in Christ South Valley. Uh, let me pray for us as we begin our time together today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. God, we thank you with all of the, um, with all of the chaos that exists in our world that we can gather together and worship you and remember who you are. And Lord, I pray that as we do so, as we hear from your word, as we sing uh, songs of worship of you, um, as we partake of communion today, Lord, I pray that we would know that uh, though we have no idea what is in store for the future of our world, that we uh, are loved by a God who is more powerful than any circumstances that we experience. And we thank you for that. And so may we worship you because of that this morning. We love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, uh, if you would like, uh, uh, you can stand with us this morning. Um, we have a couple songs where you can clap your hands this morning. If it's, if it's cold today and you need to get your, your, uh, your blood flowing, uh, let's sing. And if we want, clap and uh, just be amazed at the power of God that we get to worship. So let's sing today. breaks the power of sin and darkness His love is mighty so much stronger 
King of glory, King above all kings. Who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder, who leaves us breathless in awe and wonder, the King of glory, the King above all kings. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love that you would take my place, that you would bear my cross. You lay down your life that I would be set free. Oh, Jesus, I sing for all that you've done for me. brings our chaos back into order who makes the orphan a son and daughter the king of glory the king of glory who rules the nations with truth and justice shines like the sun in all of its brilliance the king of glory the king above all kings this is amazing grace this is unfailing love that you would take my place that you would bear my cross you lay down your life that i would be set free Assessing for all that you've done for me. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Oh, this is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place. That you would bear my cross. You down your life that I would be set free oh Jesus I sing for all that you've done for me there were walls between us by the cross you came and broke them down you broke them down there were chains around us. By your grace, we are no longer bound, no longer bound. You called me out of the grave. You called me into the light. You called my name, and then my heart came alive. Your love is greater. Your love is stronger. Your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. 
Your love is greater, your love is stronger, your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. Feel the darkness shaking, all the dead are coming back to life, back to life. Hear the song awaken, all creation singing, we're alive, cause you're alive. You called me out of the grave, called me into the light, you called my name and then my heart came alive. Your love is greater. Your love is stronger, your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. Your love is greater, your love is stronger, your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. And what a love we found, death can hold us down. We shout it out, we're alive, cause you're alive, and what a love we found. Death can hold us down. We shout it out, we're alive. Cause you're one more time, and what a love we found. Death can hold us down. We shout it out, we're alive. Cause you're alive. Your love is greater, your love is stronger. Your love awakens, awakens, awakens. Your love is greater, your love is stronger, your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. Your love is greater, your love is stronger, your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. Your love is greater, your love is stronger, your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. Here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God. You're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me. Light of the world, light of the world, you step down into darkness, open my eyes, let me see, beauty that made this heart adore you. Together worthy, 
Father, as we just sang, we do declare that you are great, you are mighty, you are so much stronger, and yet, God, you demonstrated the most amazing act of love by sending your son, Jesus Christ, to this world um, to live the perfect life we couldn't live, to die on the cross so we would be forgiven of our sins, God, so that we might be able to know the true and living God. And Lord, because of this great love you've shown us, God, that's why we are here to worship you. God, I pray that you would be opening our hearts to you this morning as we hear from your word. We thank you for this time. We love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you may have a seat. So we have a special treat for us today. Um, he may not believe me when I say this, but people often ask me, when is Pastor Peter going to preach again? We want to hear more stories about eating weird animals and things like that. And so... Um, our church has been partnering with Operation Dawn, which is a gospel rehabilitation ministry, um, for many years. And we are so fortunate to have seen the ways that God has 
uh, worked very powerfully um, through the ministry there and that they come and, and worship here as a part of our church. And so um, I'm thankful that uh, we get to hear from a brother like uh, Pastor Peter um, as he shares God's word with us today. So um, before we get started, um, he's asking one of the brothers from Operation Dawn, Johnny, to come and read today's passage. And so Johnny, why don't you come up and read our passage for us and we will hear from Pastor Peter. I'm going to be reading from Genesis 39, 1 to 12. Now Joseph had taken down to Egypt Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of the Pharaoh's officials. The captain of the guard brought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he prospered, and he lived in the house of the Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and entrusted him, entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of the, his household and of all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in house and in field. So he left in Joseph's care everything he had. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Now Joseph was well-built and handsome. And after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, Come to bed with me. But he refused. With me in charge, he told her, My master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even be with her. One day he went into the house to attend his duties and none of the household servants were inside. She caught him by his cloak and said, come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. Good morning, everybody. Uh, This way. Thank you. Yeah, thanks God and thank you for CCIC. South Valley, yeah, uh, give me this opportunity yeah, to preaching uh, this morning. And I want to thank you for CCIC South Valley support for Operation Dawn yeah, these many years. And especially then, yeah, every week, yeah, to come to our uh, center yeah, to teach our students. Yeah, today I want to share with you guys from the Genesis. Yeah, thank you for Johnny already read for us. Yeah, Genesis 39, chapter 39, verse 1 to 12. Yeah, our theme uh, this morning is about obedience. Yeah. Obedience, yeah, what is the obedience? 
and obedience that is uh, about gain or loss. Yeah, many times, obedience is not easy lesson for every one of us, right? Yeah, many times, we will calculate the con and pros of the obedience. If that is benefit for me, I will obey. If that is give me a lot of trouble, I'm sorry about that. I will not obey. So let us this morning learning from Joseph. Yeah. Who is the Joseph? Have a two Joseph, right? Two, both of them in the Old Testament and New Testament is very famous. Yeah. This morning we were talking about in the Old Testament. And that is the one of my favorite story. Yeah, when I'm a kid, I was a kid. Yeah, I like the Joseph. We know Joseph is, uh, Jacob loved Joseph more than other son. And then Jacob, yeah, Joseph is a Jacob favorite son. So we can see that Jacob buy a nice clothes for uh, Joseph. And then his brother hated. Yeah. His brother don't like it. And then we know Joseph have a, some dream. And then when he told his brother about the dream, yeah. and his brother more hate Joseph. So one time, when his uh, father sent Joseph to find his brother, and then we know what happened, right? They sell Joseph. Before that, they planned to kill Joseph. But after that, yeah, they changed their mind. They sell. They sold Joseph to the Ismailites. And then this is the story. Come to the 39. Yeah. Now Joseph has been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian, who was one of the pharaoh's official, the captain of the guard, bought him from the Ismaelites, who had taken him there. So we can see that Joseph be sold as a slave. And who bought him? That is a, a captain of the guard. Yeah, whose guard? That is a pharaoh. And then he become a slave there. Not just like that. In the first two, tell us the Lord was with Joseph, and he prospered, and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master showed that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord gave gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes and become his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he trusted to his care everything he owned. Wow. So we can see that Joseph, yeah, he be bought and then become a slave in the Potiphar house. And very quickly, very quickly, thank you. And very quickly, yeah, Joseph become like a house manager in the 
his master house. He can take care of all the house. Yeah. Why? Because his master see Lord was be with Joseph. So what he do? All will success. All will prosper. And that is made Joseph very quickly you know, have a good position in his career. But we know in this chapter, uh, in the first six tell us who is the Joseph? He's very handsome. Bible when talking about somebody handsome, that means that guy is really handsome. Yeah. <laughs> like David. Yeah. He's a handsome too. In the Bible, not tell us how handsome Joseph. But in the Jewish story, yeah, they have a one story like this. Yeah, one time, uh, Potiphar's wife invited a lot of people, especially the official wife, come to his house for party. Yeah. And in the time, what happened? Yeah. In the middle of the party, they have a show. He let Joseph yeah, take a show. Walk in the middle of that party. And you know what happened? Everybody yeah, just look at of Joseph. Yeah. And one of the lady, yeah, he wanted to skin the apple. And you know, he, her hand, her finger already bleeding. She still skin it, still do it. And then Podiwarf say, hi, lady, your hand's bleeding. So look at that. How handsome, Joseph. Yeah. But what happened? His handsome become his problem, right? His handsome got him into trouble. So this is, so if you're not very handsome, don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. You're not very pretty, it's okay. Yeah, maybe you're handsome, you're pretty. Got you. Get you a lot, a lot of trouble. So that is what happened with Joseph, right? So Joseph, because he's handsome and then make his master wife yeah, fall in love with him. And that is the problem coming. The started. We know yeah, Podivar's wife tempted Joseph many times to let Joseph sleep with her. But we see Joseph refuse and refuse, reject. Yeah. We can think about it. Yeah. For Joseph, who is he? Who is he? He's just a slave. And who is Podivar's wife? That means his master wife. And then Potiphar wife, I believe yeah, Potiphar must be have a beautiful wife. He's have a good position, right? In the uh, palace, he's a king's guard and the captain, not just king's guard. So I believe his wife is, must be pretty. Yeah. And maybe just Use his pretty, his body can attract a lot 
man. But she not just have that pretty, he have that power. He can let Joseph do anything what he wants. She want to let Joseph do. But we see that Joseph refused it, rejected it. Yeah. I believe both of our wives maybe use many, many kind of uh, way to attract Joseph. Yeah. If you sleep with me, I will give you more money. I will talk about the good things you, about you to my husband. So he will promote you more, give you more, um, maybe big house, have some slave, and something like that. That is very tempting, right? But we see what Joseph doing. Yeah. He refused and refused. He rejected. And the last time, when in the house knew anybody, yeah, Joseph ran away from the house and left the clothes in Potiphar's wife's hands. So that is that happened. Joseph refused to sleep with Potiphar's wife. What he said about it, what his reason to refuse, yeah, to reject. Let us see in the first nine. Yeah, in the first nine, Let's tell us. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked things and sins against God? So you want to say, my master treat me very well. Let me Take care for everything in the house except you. How can I betray my master? How can I do that thing to my master? That's a wicked thing. And then the, the most important thing, how can I sin against God? So Joseph, he understand. When he do, if he do that thing, he just listen to the Potiphar wife. That's mean. He already sins against God. So we can see that. Yeah. Joseph, he's a young man, but he can have that faith. He know what's need to do, yeah. what's the right thing to do. In that situation, when he refused, yeah, what he lost for that? He refused because he obeyed God. He don't want to sin against God, right? And what he lost from the obeying God? Let us see the first one. He lost of, loss of career. He lost his career. Yeah. Joseph, we know, when he's in his house, he's the favorite son. After he go, he'll be sold to the Potiphar house. He's a favorite slave, right? And after he reviews Potiphar's wife, he lost that career. He started from the bottom. When he 
start in the Potiphar house. I believe that is not easy. A lot of slaves there. But he's doing good. He's doing well. And he got a good position in the house. But now, when he refused that, he need to lose that career. Yeah. One time, one of the sisters in the church, he told me, she told me, my boss want me to do uh, his uh, accounting. Yeah, to, and then her boss want she do two books. This in Indonesia. Yeah. One book is the real book. Yeah. The, all the profit they got. And another one is the fake one. For what? Like they can pay more low tax. That is what they do. And then there's a lot, a lot the company do that thing in that time. And then she asking me what I need to do. I say, you know what you need to do. What do you think? What do you need to do? Yeah. And then she say, yeah, this is not right. I cannot do that thing. This is not the right thing. And then I say, you pray for it. And then if you have that faith and you know that God wants you to do the right thing, do it. And you know what happened after that? He rejected to do what his boss wants want she to do. And then after that, she be kicked out from the company. When she obey God. When Joseph obey God, what he got it? What she got it? Lost the career. The second things, lost his reputation. Yeah. Joseph, because refused, refused, reject, or don't want to listen. Yeah, what the Potiphar wife. Asking. Yeah. He lost his reputation. Yeah. Potiphar's wife slandered Joseph by saying what? In the 17. Yeah. If we read it in the 17. There say, wait a moment. Then she told him this story that Hebrew slave you bought us came to me to make sport of me. Yeah. So Potiphar's wife slandered Joseph by saying, that's the Hebrew guy, the young man, you brought it here. Yeah. Make a sport on me. Wow. If you are a a Potiphar wife husband. Yeah, that's you are a Potiphar. You hear that. Yeah. What you will do? You must be very angry, right? How can you do this thing to my wife? Yeah, so and Potiphar is the head of the guard. He's have a high position. And I believe 
this story, yeah, this slander will very quickly spread to the everybody can know it. And Joseph's reputation, yeah, he has a bad, bad reputation because of that. So we can see that. The third one, he lost his freedom. Not just that, stop there. Yeah. Potiphar put him in the jail, in the prison. Yeah. Before that, he already no freedom as a slave, but that is still have uh, some freedom. He still can become like a manager yeah, in the house. But after that, he needs to go to the prison. Because he obeyed God. Yeah. How many years do you think Joseph stayed in the, in the prison? How many? Two years? Let, me, let us thinking about it. When Joseph be sold to the Egypt, if you read in the 37th verse 2, in that time, Joseph, a young man of 17. Yeah. Right? And then they talk about that. Maybe in that time he's 17 and then they start the story. And then he be sold by his brother in around that time. Yeah, 17 years old. And when he met Pharaoh. Let us see. In uh, 41, verse 46. 41, verse 46. Chapter 41, verse 46. That's tell us. Wait a moment. This is... Not that one. Forty-one, forty-six. Sorry, I don't, I don't see that. Okay. Yeah, thirty. Right. Joseph was thirty years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh King. Yeah, something like that. So, because when he can explain the Pharaoh dream, and Pharaoh let him to in charge. Yeah. So that's 30. So from 17 to 30. Yeah. So in a Jewish commentator, this is a Jewish commentator. Yeah. They say, Joseph may be around 10 to 12 years in the prison. So when he be sold to the Egypt, in the Potiphar house, maybe just one year around that, one or two years. And after that, go to the prison. And when he met the Pharaoh, already 30 years old. So 
if he need to stay in the jail for 10 to 12 years. You can imagine 10 to 12 years in a prison. Yeah, in operation done, you know. We just want everybody come. Yeah, that's the operation done is a gospel drug uh, rehabilitation. But now we helping all kind of the addict. And then our requirement is one year. They need to stay in operation room. They cannot go outside by themselves. They cannot have a cell phone. They cannot have a computer, yeah, internet, something like that. Yeah, we have a TV, but the TV used for learning. Class, not, they cannot watch a TV anytime they want. Johnny, love it, yeah? And then, that's not easy for them. I know that's not easy for them to stay for a year. And I give them a salute. Yeah, when do they can do that thing? There's something not easy way. Yeah, for them, many times they feel that's a boring. Every day, live in a simple life. But thinking about Joseph, yeah, he's more worse than that. And that time of prison, I believe, will be very different with today's prison. Yeah, today's prison is still talking a lot about human rights, right? In that time, I, I don't believe that, have that thing. Yeah. So, Joseph, when he obeyed God, what he got, he need go to jail. Wow. This is something not easy. Yeah. For the first year, yeah, maybe Joseph. If I'm a Joseph, yeah, first year not finished yet. The second year still there. The third year, maybe I got crazy. God when I can go out from this place, right? For many years. But let, let us think it. Yeah. Bible tells us Joseph got angry to God because he be put it in the prison. No. Yeah. Joseph in that situation. Bible tells us God be with him in the jail. And then after that, he become a favorite prisoner. Yeah. Look at that. I believe Joseph accept that and he not blame God. And then he just do it the best way. So after that, he can like become a head of the prisoner. Yeah. That is something is incredible if we're thinking about it. Joseph, he can accept that suffering. Yeah. Even he didn't know how long he will stay in the prison. He just do it. 
He just live, live it out, and still believe in God, trust in God. Wow. This is something crazy. Maybe we're thinking. Yeah. If I'm a Joseph, yeah, I don't know what will happen with me. Maybe I'm thinking, ah, why I do this thing? I regret for it. Yeah. I better to listen to Potiwar wife. Maybe today I will have fun, yeah. have money, have many things. I can have it. But we know Joseph, he's not that. He never think about that. So it's a difficult to us to obey God yeah. because obedience causes us a lot problem. Yeah. Obedience causes us a lot the problem. Not easy, right? But thanks God, the story is not just Stop there. Yeah. We see yeah, the next story happened. Joseph, what Joseph gained yeah, from the obedience, for obeying God. Yeah. So Joseph, is Joseph obeying God actually is gain or loss? Let us thinking about it. Yeah. What he gained? Yeah. The first one. He experienced God's presence. Yeah. In the 21st 20 to 23, that tell us, the Lord was with him. He shown him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of prison warden. Yeah. So we can see that. Yeah. God was uh, God was with him. So God never left him. May I asking you, where was Lord with Joseph? Where? In the Bible, tell us two different places. The first one, where? In Potiphar's house, right? When he was a slave. And then the second time, where? In a prison. As a prisoner, and God be with him. Where did God make Joseph successful? He can successful in the prison. Yeah. In the prison, Joseph show God's power, God's guidance, and. Joseph felt God's comfort him. Joseph can see how God never left him and supported him. So that is what Joseph experienced, yeah. even in the prison. Brother and sister, many times we cannot feel God's presence. Why? 
Maybe because we don't want to obey God. Many times because we feel obey God is too difficult. A lot of the price I need to pay. So our life, not, we cannot feel that God present with us always. Now a lot of church, you want to experience God? They give you instant way. Come here. And then they give a hand there. They push you or they blow. Yeah, and then people falling back. And then some people laughing. Some people throw up. And then they say, oh, I feel God's presence. That is God's presence? That's not. The really God's presence. Experience God's presence is not that way. So many times, we chasing something easy to feel God's presence. If we want really feel God's presence, just learning to obey God. That's the way. In any kind of a situation, we still trust him. We still come to him. That is, we can experience God's presence. In my ministry, I went to China, stayed for seven years, and in Operation Dawn for the nine years. Yeah, I know sometimes, I feel some ministry for me. Yeah, that's not easy. But more difficult time, I'm more trying to trust God. I can feel God give me the power, the strength. And he moved me, he changed me through that difficult situation. Sometimes I want to run out run away from that kind of ministry. But I thank God. God, through that situation, let me feel his presence. Difficult, yes. Suffering sometimes and many times. But I still feel God with me. Let us thinking another story. Daniel, yeah, when the officer, because they're jealous to Daniel, they'll pursue king to make a one law. 30 days they cannot pray to human or to another god except to the king, Darius. And what happened when that decree comes out? Daniel afraid? No. He still go home, open the windows like before. Three times a day, pray to God. Right? If you are Daniel, if I'm Daniel, you will do that? You say, ah, Daniel, you know wisdom. You just pray in your heart. 
just wait 30 days. Or you just close your windows or go to the bathroom, pray there. Why you need to do that? Right? Many times we find the easy way for ourselves. But in that time, Daniel is still, he knew this is the time yeah, to show his faith. Yeah, he knew that's all the others just want to put him down. He still trusts God. And he knew if he still do it, he will be, throw it into lion dance. He know, but he still do it. And what happened? Yeah, really. Very quickly, he betrothed to the lion den. But after that, what Daniel said? Yeah, God sent angel to shut up, to close the lion mouth. Where Daniel feel oh, God present with him when he is in the lion den. So, I hope every one of us learning. I know this is not easy, not easy. Yeah. Let us learning to obey God. Yeah. I'm glad today a lot of us still come to the church to worship God. Yeah. And then I, uh, some of them still online. Yeah. And that is uh, something, very nice thing, very good thing. This is the time yeah, to show our faith to God. Some people say, ah, this is pandemic. It's okay to take a break, a month, two months, a year, not going to the church. It's okay. Right? We can make a lot the excuse for it. Yeah. If have a command, you cannot pray for 30 days. Maybe what do you feel? Thanks God. I can break a week, a month, right? Because no command you already maybe pray and not sometime. But let us learning. This uh, experience God present in a life. We are poor in God experience. Why? Because we dare not to go to the prison. Because we dare not to enter the lion dance. I'm afraid to. Yeah. Every one of us worry about that, afraid about that. So why? Many times we cannot experience God Himself in our life. So I hope we can learning from the Joseph and Daniel. In this case, the second thing, what Joseph gained 
when he obey God. The second thing is apex of life or the highest point of life. We see that after that, what happened? He become the second most powerful in the Egypt, right? Wow. I believe Joseph never thought he will become the second powerful man in the Egypt. He never thinking about that. Right? He never thinking about that. But that's happened to him. Maybe when he's in the jail, he's just thinking, God, I don't know when I can go out from this place. And what will happen next? He never knew. Maybe everybody, if know him, he say, ah, no hope for you. Yeah. Your future is very dark. No more future for you. But who knows? God changed everything. Because in the jail, he can mad the officer of the king's officer. And then after that, he can met the king. And that's just all God's plan for him behind that. So we can see that. Yeah. Let us thinking amazing again. Yeah. I want, I like we are make amazing imagination. Yeah. If in that time Joseph just listened to the Potiphar wife, what he can God. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, he got more money. Yeah. Big house, maybe. Yeah. Some slave. Yeah. More high position. And have fun. Right? But that's it. Put my wife just can let Joseph have that. That's it in his life. But I want to tell you, that's a lot what the man like it, right? The man said, hey, I have that power, I have that money, I have that sex. That is already enough for me. That is what we're thinking. So why our life is just stuck there? Cannot get the highest point of life. We just thinking about that. But Joseph put in his life to God's hand. Yeah. If he put his life in the Potiphar wife's hands, that is what he will got it. And don't worry, don't, don't forget. If Potiphar know that thing, what happened? Oh, that's bad. Right? And if Joseph not handsome anymore, what will happen? Is betrayed, right? Nothing. But Joseph put his life in God's hand. So God raised him, become the second most powerful person in the Egypt. Wow. We never thinking about that. Joseph said, 
I'm never thinking about it. Now I know. When I'm a kid, I have that dream. Oh, God, want me to become a powerful man. Yeah. And after his brother come and bound on to him, he understands all of that. But to understand that, that way is really difficult. No instant way. No easy way. That is a very, very suffering way to pass through. Yeah. But Joseph, he make it. We know because he trusts God. He obeyed God in that situation. The third thing. Yeah. God greatly used vessel. God used Joseph. Why God won't put Joseph in the Egypt, have a high position? Because God won't use him to save in that time the people around there. The famine happened, and Joseph let God let Joseph become the second most powerful there and give him. That's wisdom, how to manage so not let a lot of people die because of famine. And then, especially, God's purpose is to let Joseph to save his family, his nation. That is Israel, right? If no, maybe no Israel in that time anymore. God used Joseph to rescue his family, Israel. And then that's God planning. After that, Jesus come from the Israel. So we can see that God and use Joseph become a greater vessel. Because Joseph have that obedience. Not easy. Many of us don't like that, right? We want the instant way. We want the easy way. But many times, we cannot understand God's way. Many times, God's way is painful way. But the end of it, you can see something very, very nice thing, great thing happen. So I hope, let us learn from this story how to obey God in our life. I want to thank God. When I finished my high school, before that, I thinking to run away from when to seminary. Yeah. When God calling me to the seminary, 
full-time ministry. I think in God, this is, my parents is not really support me for that. And then I would say, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to make my mom upset for it. I tried to run. Three months, I believe. I still remember that. Yeah, and I'm very suffering. I know peaceful inside my heart. I start not pray, uh, not going to the church, not praying, because every time I go to the church, I be remind. Every time I pray, like God tell, pray for go to seminary, and then I don't want to pray for that, and then I very struggle, and I don't pray after that. But I more feel bad. No peace. And then when I OP, and I went to seminary, that is not easy. The first year, yeah, I'm stressful. But God led me to overcome all of that. And then God gave me a vision, go to China. I not speak any Mandarin. I speak a little bit, not not any, but very little. Worse than Enoch, yeah, my son. Yeah. Enoch now speaks Mandarin better from me a lot yeah, in that time. But God led me there. Yeah. And then the first year of ministry in China, I said, God, I want to go home. This is not the right place for me. Why? Because when I already learning Mandarin, I want to teaching, preaching, I confuse. And I say, what I talk about, I cannot express everything. You know what I mean? I cannot preach, I cannot teach well, and then people listen to me and then they just, what do you talk about? I'm very frustrated, very frustrated. And then I feel lonely, even I'm a Chinese. But I was born in Indonesia. The culture is very different. I feel lonely by myself living there. But thanks God, God helped me to go through all of that. And when I go to Operation Dawn, another kind of the ministry, yeah, that is more struggle for me. I really want to quit in the first year. Yeah. They feel I'm different with them in that time. When I come to operation, don't have a six, a five brother already there. And they say, you smoke cigarette? I never. How can? You never smoke cigarette. You never use drug. How can you not help us? And that is struggle for me. I say, yeah, I I have no, no, I have that no experience about about that whole thing. But God helped me, and sometimes, yeah, I find wow, that's not easy to love them, and then I find out I have no patience, I have no inner love, and then God mold me, help me. So, 
I thanks God. I'm really thankful for all that different kind of the ministry God lead me there. And that is God helped me to see my problem, to move me, to change me, to more grow up. So I just want to say, I still a lot of things need to be changed. A lot of things to be need to learning. I don't say I already got it. Yeah, I believe God in the different time of the situation, God will lead me to learning another obedience lesson. And then now I know I need to have a faith on God. Just trust God. Obey him and do it. And after that, look back. I will feel, wow, God, your leading is amazing. I hope we can learning that today from the Joseph. Okay, let us pray. Dear God, we want to thank you for this morning. We can see how you have your plan for every one of us. But many times, we don't understand that. Many times, we have our way. But your way is different. And help us, God, to understand that. And help us, God, to really have a faith on you. And help us, God, to really learning obey. Thank you, God. We know everything happened in our life. You have that purpose. And your leading is the best. Even sometimes, we think that is not easy. That is suffering. A lot, the price we need to pay. But God, help us to just trust you and continue live out our faith. Follow you where you lead us. Thank you, God. And bless every one of us today if we are in struggle to know your will, to follow your will. Help us just have that faith to obey. Thank you, God. We pray for CCIC South Valley. Bless this church. Become a blessing for more people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.